Well, hello, everybody, and happy Halloween. It is that time of year again. It's October 31st, and hopefully everyone is going to go out trick-or-treating or whatever y'all do in my neighborhood. There were some teenage shenanigans that went on using silly string, shaving cream, Houses would get what we called TP'd. Somebody would put toilet paper all over the trees and whatnot. Sometimes the shenanigans would get a little bit more dangerous, like throwing eggs and whatnot. But anyway, happy Halloween. So I'm Michelle Bruckner. This is the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast, where we talk about show business, old friends, and new adventures. You're going to hear from my mom today. You're going to hear a story my cousin tells. But the first story I want to tell is I am fangirling over this podcast I've discovered called Exit Stage Death. And Maddie Limerick told me the story that he tells in greater detail on his podcast. I'm going to link it down in the notes If you like show business, you might, if you listen to this podcast, there are some wonderful, wonderful episodes on Exit Stage Death. Maddie Limerick and Emily Martinez. Highly recommend this podcast, okay? So Maddie was kind enough to share this story. There's a theater in New York called the Belasco Theater, and it's named after its owner and Maddie was doing merch, which means selling the t-shirts, selling the mugs, selling the items that were uh, promoting the show. And he was usually one of the last people to leave besides the stage doorman who usually was there. I don't know what their shifts are, but they're usually there quite late. So Maddie said that he had to exit across the stage to go out the stage door. And one night he heard a lot of banging and clattering up in the seats. And so he mentioned it to the doorman and the doorman said, when you're leaving, always say, have a good night, Mr. Belasco. Maddie said that. He said, have a good night, Mr. Belasco. You have a gorgeous theater. And fun fact, Mr. Belasco used to live above it in a lavish penthouse. And when Maddie said that, he heard a seat close and he smelled cigar smoke according to this legend and maddie experienced it firsthand when mr belasco was present in his theater you could smell the smoke even though he passed away many years ago and uh, he's been known to give notes to actors isn't that funny notes means corrections and helpful things for their performances and he has been known to be seen in his seat during tech and during run-throughs so he could watch what is going on. There's also a female ghost there, but Maddie never interacted with her. So once again, Exit Stage Death, new podcast I've discovered. It's interesting. It's funny. The two hosts have a great rapport together. I'm a fan. Go listen to it. Now, this might sound a little corny, but with the leaves falling, I am recognizing the need to let go of everything that doesn't serve me and to really put my own wellness as a priority. Yes, as a performer, I love what I do, but as I enter this new chapter 
of my life. My children are grown and out of the nest, taking care of myself, not just as an artist, but as a person is paramount. Some of my friends are battling cancer. Some of my friends have died early. And I don't know how much time I have on this earth, but there's always been a frantic, like if you listen to the Hamilton cast recording, he's rushing through time, rushing through time. I've always felt that in my own life. My family is incredible. They have been incredibly supportive of my journey, but I just want to give a shout out to my friends. And Denise, if you're listening, Denise, your phone call to me this fall, when you just reached out and you were like, hey girl, what's going on with you? I know something's up. You know what? That's a friend. So God bless you, Denise. I love you. I love your husband and your beautiful kid who's now in college herself. Thank you to all the listeners. Even if we don't know each other personally, your support of this podcast is really helping me continue to grow and learn as an artist. I really appreciate it. So this is my mom. My mom is not in the performing arts yet. She has always been so supportive. She's an incredible mother, an incredible grandmother. Here's my mom's story about the grandmother I never met. My father's mom passed away one month before my parents' wedding. And my parents said to my grandfather, should we postpone or cancel this wedding? And my grandfather said, no, have the wedding. So I never met my grandmother. I've heard stories about her. And here's my mom's tale about how she interacted with her after her passing away. This is my mother. Say this again. Say that again, please. Oh, when, when I first moved into this house, my mother-in-law had already passed, and my, I had shades on my window, so I took all my shades off, because she kept pulling the shades up and down. She would But she had, when did she pass away? 1967? No. She when passed, were you? She passed away. Yeah. Yes, yes the year we got married. Yeah. Yes, 1967. They, okay. Yes. And so you were in the house, and you were a young mom, because well, I was... it was the year after I was in the so house. So 1968. Right. Which was... When I was, you were born. Yes. We thank you. Now house. you all know how old I am. <laughs> and we, and when we had shades on all the windows, and every time I pulled them down... The window over here would go up. The one window in the living room would always go up because she she would always put that window up. My father-in-law said that that was the window she always would put up. But I And every time I pulled it down, she'd pull it up. Did she like you when she met you? Yes, yes. We, we got along really great. Okay. And she passed away she from just, a series of strokes. Right. Okay. So you think that she was still in the house, her energy? Her energy was in the house, and she was, she was there, and she saw you. Because I used to put you over there in a little crib. Yeah. And, and there was a little crib there, and you were right by that window. Okay. And I would put the shade down so that someone beat on you or anything, and she would pull it up. Nice. Okay. And all the other shades could go yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. It was yeah. just that one where you were. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Thanks, Why Mom. You record that? Because you're going to be on my podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? I tricked you. No, uh, it's for the it's for my podcast. It's um right now it's August everybody and I'm doing some things for October because I think it's called Salmon. Yeah. That's when the veil between this world and the next world is the thinnest. October 31st, which we know as Halloween. Outlander. You know that TV show Outlander? 
I don't watch it, but yeah. That's the day that she goes through the stones. Okay, thank you, Mom. I love you. Love you, too. That was my mom. Isn't she the most adorable person? If you knew her in person, you would love her. She is the most loving, kindest, sweetest person in the whole world. Of course, I'm biased because she's my mom. My mom had a sister who was next in the family order, and my Aunt Karen had two daughters, and the second one is nine days younger than me, and we grew up very, very close, almost like sisters ourselves. And recently, I went out to visit my cousin, because tragically, my cousin built a house next door to my aunt to be closer to her after my uncle died. And as soon as the house was finished, my aunt was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. I was the one who had to call my mom. And let me tell you, it was the hardest phone call I have ever had to make. So there's a quick story. My aunt and uncle had a house in upstate New York by Albany, outside of Albany, and it was built in the 1700s. And even as a little girl, I knew something wasn't right in that house. It was, there were, there was a room that was always absolutely freezing. And apparently, according to my cousin, there was a ghost that did not like profanity. And my uncle liked to say some bad words, especially after he had a few beers. And my cousin told me recently of this one story. There was a big, giant console with a record player. And apparently this spirit or entity took a record, which for years we told the tale as a Lenny Bruce record, picked it off the turntable and threw it across the room and smashed it. But when my aunt was really sick, she was uh, talking to my cousin and it turns out it was a George Carlin record. So both Lenny Bruce and George Carlin like to use some blue words in their work. So this ghost apparently was not having any of it and picked up the record and smashed it across the room. And there were multiple people in the room at the time. We were little kids, but it was, uh, I think we were in bed when this happened. But that is a ghost story from my cousin. I have a beautiful experience that happened to me this summer. So I went to visit my cousin to help her with my aunt's house. And I was in my aunt's house and I was in bed And this feeling, you ever watch Peter Pan, the Disney movie, and you see the Tinkerbell twinkling, moving light? That's what this felt like. I felt a breath go through me, but it wasn't a breath of just air. It was a breath of light and warmth. And the only way I can describe it is love. This feeling of love went through me like a Tinkerbell light, and then it went through my toes, and it was gone, but yet the room was filled with light, and I believe, I believe, my aunt was just passing through the room to say hi, or she wanted to know that she knew I was there. Whatever it was, I had been a little bit stressed out, and when that moment happened, I just exhaled and I knew everything's going to be okay. Life has many challenges and many changes to it, but what bonds us all together is the love that we have for each other. And I felt that in that moment 
and I told my cousin about it. My cousin was like, oh yeah, my, yeah, mom comes and sees me all the time. Ma, she calls her ma. That's my story. Well, here's a Halloween story for you told to me by a colleague I have at one of my jobs. I won't say which job, and I also will not reveal this person's name because they did not want their name on the podcast because of the contents of the story. You'll see why. This person, senior year, had fulfilled all of the required credits to graduate and had a lot of empty time on their hands. So they would often cut school. But because they had to keep up appearances, they would often go to school and then find a cozy little nook and take a nap. So one day, this person discovered the theater. There was a play happening with a bed on the stage. So this person went into the bed, just like the three bears, Goldilocks and the three bears, and promptly fell asleep. All of a sudden, waking from the nap, this person felt hands on their shoulders. They were lifted out of the bed by someone and behind their head in their ear, a voice whispered, leave. And this person, the person who was sleeping, turned around. No one was there. So there had been rumors of someone in the past ending their life at the school. It never was confirmed. But the person who told me the story was literally scared out of their skin, left the theater. My mom is the oldest of eight, and her dad passed away. When did Grandpa die? September 16th, 19, I think, 89. When my father passed on September 16th, which was my sister Sandy's birthday, a few nights later, after he had passed, we all got, this, my sister Sandy and my sister Linda and I got the same dream. Well, he came to us and told us he was all right. It was very real, believe me. It was so very real. Was I he, felt what was he, he was wearing? What was he wearing? To tell you the truth, he would look like he was all in white and, and just it was just like a white glow around him, but his face was very clear. Was he young and handsome? He was the way uh, he was the way he was, like before he died. He was always handsome. Right. He was very he handsome. He was a very handsome man. And he looked the way he was and he just said to us, I'm all right, I'm fine. And we just, we, when I talked to my sisters, we both had, the, one of them called me first and said, Sandy called me first and said, I just had the weirdest dream, I dared but daddy. And he told me he was all right. I said, I did too. And then Linda let me know the same thing. That's so awesome. Because I told Linda, I had called Linda and said, Linda, Sandy and I both just had the same dream. She goes, what was your dream? And I said, well, we had a dream about daddy. And she goes, did he come all in white and tell you he was okay? I go, yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. I know. Not, and when he was in the hospital and the, ma- and the pastor came and said a prayer, I saw the spirit. I saw Leave his the, spirit. You did? I did. You did? Yeah, I totally saw that something was happening. You could feel the spirit in the room. Yeah. You could feel the whole thing. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Well, let's thank you for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. So I just got here the other day to, for a visit. My mom told me, she touched me gently on the shoulder and said, when you feel that after I pass away, that's going to be me. And I said, please don't do that. Please don't touch me as, as a ghost. No, I will remember that, but I don't want you to do that because just bring a, just have a feather float down or something. No, don't touch me on the shoulder. I'm touching you on the shoulder. Oh, God. Okay. 
I hope you liked this Halloween episode. Tried to keep it show busy, but of course, my dear mom had to come in there because I love her so much. Time is the only resource we really have. It's finite. Well, depending on who you talk to, right? But in this earthly plane, we each have a limited amount of time. How you spend it and with whom you spend it is 100% up to you. I cherish the time I have with the people I love. And as I get older, I honor the wisdom in myself to let go of relationships and to let people go on their own paths if things are just coming to an impasse or the relationship is not working for both of our higher goods. You feel me? I love you. Next week, we start the holidays show business. I'll give you a New York City report too because New York City is ever evolving. I'm starting to delve into the Boston market. We'll talk about that. And we'll do an episode about how to look for jobs in the performing arts industry because that's really important. I love you. And if you like this podcast, please tell two of your friends. Please put the link in a group chat and any review that you give me that's five stars, by the way, just kidding, but not really, on Apple Podcasts helps promote the podcast and helps grow it. Thank you. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show, show.